0: And on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode. Here we go again. So happy to be with you guys here on this magical Monday morning as I sit in the studio getting the opportunity to do this. It is truly a blessing and honor to connect with you guys. Um... Let's see, have some uh, questions, a question, a big question to answer today from a listener. Um, Before I address that, I would like to take a quick moment and read an iTunes review. You guys know I love my iTunes reviews. They not only help us to reach new people, but certainly help fuel my fire uh, to continue this labor of love. And this particular review came in... From Scribner74, much gratitude due. This is a wonderful podcast. I've been tuning in for over a year and a half now. I've gone through much of the archives as well as keeping up with the new content. Brandon puts his heart and soul into the work he's doing. Who else does five episodes a week? I'm sure there's someone crazy enough out there. (laughs) I've learned a great deal in a short time and have been exposed to wonderful guests and ideas it would have taken years to encounter toiling on my own. Thank you for the quote-unquote cliff notes for the enlightened spiritual movement. Keep it up. Thank you, Scribner74, for completing this circle of love that I put out into the world by connecting and sharing and letting me know that, um, yeah, that I'm touching your life in any way is certainly uh, the most rewarding thing I've ever done to connect with any of you guys and to play a role in your own stories of of uh, awakening and remembering even a better way to put it because that's really what's going on here right we're all just collectively reminding and remembering reminding each other and remembering what our souls know what we've forgotten. We've got amnesia, if you will. We're God with amnesia, is how I like to put it. And once you start remembering the perspective that your higher self has, it makes this journey, doesn't mean there won't be challenges, but it certainly makes it a lot easier. Perspective is everything. It is the cornerstone of all spiritual practice. And So we're going to actually talk about perspective today uh, with a question from a listener's mother. And oh, by the way, if you haven't reviewed on iTunes, please do so. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, Positive Heads, please do so. We love to connect with you there. We love to get questions there. Uh, Or you can write them in Brandon at PositiveHead.com as well. But um, anyway, this particular question is coming from a listener, Mariana, and it's about her... Beautiful daughter Ruby and something that Ruby is uh, having a little bit of an issue with. So I really uh, want to dedicate this episode to the lovely, the wonderful Ruby. And here is the um, here is what uh, Mariano wrote in. Hi there. Sending love and peace this morning. I was wondering if we can talk about sending love and light to bullies. My daughter has been having some issues with that in school. She is only eight and I want this to stop now before her older years. Can you give me some nice ways to handle and teach my daughter how to shift her energy when this happens? I keep telling her send love and light, but my girl ends up getting anxious. I would love some pointers on how to tell my daughter to channel that anxiety differently. She ends up with a tummy ache and comes home. Any pointers would be great. Thanks a million. Make it a great day. With Gratitude Mariana, by the way, I listen to your cast every morning. Well, uh, this morning, it's all about you and Ruby. And Ruby, you know what? First off, let me say congratulations to you. Uh, congratulations that you are getting the opportunity to work on this, this um this challenge so early in life. And it doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it feels really good when your tummy starts hurting, but we all have dealt with this on different levels. You're eight years old. Uh, Those of us who are, 80-year-olds have dealt with this or 40-year-olds or 25-year-olds. So this is something that um, certainly translates across the board uh, for all people of all ages. Um, now, at your age, it can be particularly challenging, right? Um, you're, you're young and you're still figuring out how things work and it's it's it hurts, right? It hurts your feelings. It, it's hurtful to have someone uh, pick on you like this. But what I would... What I would really, really uh, stress to you to try and understand with your little brilliant brain is that this is happening for you and not to you. And this is something that I always talk about on the show. This is giving you the opportunity. One of my favorite teachers, a guy who lived thousands of years ago, Lao Tzu, he said, If you're irritated by every rub, how will your mirror be polished? and what he was basically saying there is sometimes we have to go through these things that kind of hurt a little bit to become uh make our mirror clearer to become more of who we're meant to become now does the bully who's doing this understand that is he doing this or she doing this because they're so kind-hearted and they're aware they're helping you no they're not why they're doing it well i can tell you why part of why they're doing it because you know what i did a little bit of bullying when i was a kid um i picked on a girl in probably seventh grade eighth grade and i look back on that and i'm really regretful now i just teased her i just made fun of her or you know just making jokes at her expense and it was what why was i doing what i was doing and and this ruby is one of the things if you can understand why someone bullies it's because they're not feeling good about themselves they're hurting inside and they're using you as a as a way to make themselves feel better and it doesn't seem very fair right but when you under, can at least understand the bully's doing what they're doing because they feel really bad inside. And uh, if you can, here's what I would recommend trying. Your mother is saying, you know, recommending trying sending love and light to them and that can be difficult. And all of these, the, you know, once again, some of these things are challenges. You are, you know, congratulations to you that your, your soul has chosen to work on this at such a young age. It shows how incredible you are and how, you know, how brave you are that you would uh you would uh call this challenge into your life to work on and when you come out the other side of it and you will come out the other side of it you're going to be your mirror is going to be polished you're going to have grown and, and people around you are going to have grown and, and you'll be better for it in the end now i know that doesn't make it easy now but let's see if we can find a way to work through it with some perspective that's going to help you to, first off, understand the bully is hurting. This is like someone who's who's very much hurting and they're looking to feed themselves through bringing you pain. And one of the things that you may want to try, and, and some of these may work, some of these you may feel brave enough to try, some of these you might not, and whatever it is, that's okay. But... If you can explain to the bully how it's making you feel, you know, that's one one idea that I have. You know, if someone's sitting there picking on you, say, you know, you're saying this to me and I just want you to know this makes me, my, my tummy hurt, and makes me feel bad. And and then, if you've ever heard there's a saying, kill them with kindness. And I don't know if we want to kill them, but <laughs> the idea is, you if you bring kindness, it's hard for them to be ugly to you. So... Imagine this for a minute. If I was sitting there and, and you, let's say you were feeling mean and angry to me and you were saying ugly things and I started complimenting you every time you insulted, uh, you insulted me, that would probably be really hard for you to continue being mad at me. So if you can understand, they're just hurting. And then you can say, you know, hey, you know, um, Billy or Sally, whoever the bully is, um, this is making me feel really bad. And if you could, um, you know, here, here's how it's making me feel. And, you know, by the way, I, I think that you have a potential to be a really, really nice person. And I just want to compliment when I see you be nice. Just find something that you like about them that you've seen before and start changing the the interaction with them. And here's the thing with bullies. If you're not getting upset, they're going to stop because that's how they're feeding On you. That's how they're they're getting their pleasure is from bringing you pain and seeing it's disrupting your world. And because they're sick, they're 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 hurting themselves. This brings them some bit of pleasure. This brings them energy into their life. And if you don't get upset, it's not working for them anymore. So if you start explaining to them how how it's making you feel, and I know this could be difficult in those moments, but if you can explain to them, this is making me feel this way, and I don't think you really want to make me feel i think maybe you know you're just not realizing what's going on here and by the way you know when i see you be kind and i like this about you and every time they say something ugly to you if you say something nice about them it's it's gonna totally disrupt their their whole their whole plan it no longer works if you don't get upset and here's the thing and I, and i know it it's hurtful to you but when you When you care what other people think, you're always their prisoner. That's something else that Lao Tzu said. When you care what other people think, you're always their prisoner. Or you can use this, as I was saying, it's happening for you. It can teach you this huge lesson that can set you free. You don't, you know, understanding that you are so, so worthy. You are such a beautiful young woman. You're such a beautiful You know, child, you are a divine spark. You are one with the creator that created all the beauty that you see. And when you can understand that and take that into your heart, and then when someone's coming at you who's really disconnected from that understanding, from that perspective, and know, hmm, I understand this person's really just hurting. It's not really personal. It's not really about you. It's about them. They've just chosen you as a target. And the reason they've chosen you as a target, the bigger story is, it's to so your mirror can be polished so you can get strong in this so you can learn this lesson and this is a big lesson for everyone and so you're helping everyone that hears hears us talking about this right now because you've went through it you're helping other kids that are going to hear this one day you're helping adults who are dealing with bullying at work you're helping other people because we're bringing up ideas of how we can how we can how we can work through it and grow just get you know. Once again, bring deep breathing when it's happening because what's going to happen is you're going to get anxious and your breathing gets shallow. Well, when when you breathe deeply, it's hard to be anxious. So that's a that's a physical technique that you can use. So here they come. They're starting their bullying. <sighs> deep breathing. That's your power. So when we move into deep breathing, now think of. Start explain. You can explain to them how it makes you feel, or you can just start complimenting them. But what? But if you can get into deep breathing, you can't be upset when you're breathing deeply. You can't be anxious when you're breathing deeply. So that's probably the first step, really, for you. Is let's focus on deep breathing really deeply, and then understanding they're doing this because they're very, very hurt. They may have a mean mother or father at home, someone who's done this to them, and uh, like I did it part some i didn't do a lot of bullying but the one person that i did you know it was because i was immature and i was I, I was not finding my own connection to self-love and so i didn't understand what i was doing and that's you know one of the things that is going on with this this person's. well they don't fully understand the implications of what it's doing to you but if you can understand it you can bring oh wisdom for you know well beyond eight years you become a very wise child you become a teacher to other people and like i said you're helping this big big lesson for everyone just by you going through it just by your your loving caring mother who supports you so much writing into the show and then now me talking about it look at all the people that are going to learn something about how to deal with this because of you so we thank you for that we thank you for being brave enough to uh, go through this and now we're finding our way through it and you realize you are so worthy you are one with the 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 source god your higher self whatever we want to call it the this eternal being that created everything that you see that is an extension of you that's how beautiful and powerful you are and you can tap into that strength you can start you know, once again, if if you allow this person, you give them your power by not bringing awareness and perspective to it, um, then then it really your tummy's going to continue to hurt. This person's going to continue to do it. But if you can just say, "Oh, well," um, you know. When you say that to me, here's how it makes me feel. And by the way, here's what I, you know, when I see you do this, it's really, really nice. I've seen you do these really nice things. And I just want to compliment you on that because it's really nice how it makes other people feel. And and if you can start talking to them in that way, if you can, and I know it might be challenging, it's gonna to totally disarm them. You're gonna take t- you're gonna disrupt what they're doing in a way that really helps them and helps them to understand. And I want to read a couple stories to you now. Uh, about one is how to turn weakness into strength, and this is just a great example. Sometimes, and like I said earlier, you know, um, it's happening for you not to you, and it's something that is there to make your mirror get polished, to make you stronger, to give you an experience. And this is a this is a lesson uh, that you're gonna carry your whole life that's gonna make you understand. So this person, even though they don't know it at, at their conscious level, they're actually serving you to, to sharpen your ax, if you will, right? If you go and try and cut wood with a dull ax, it's not gonna work very well. But through sharpening it, you can, make it, you can make it really, really cut good. And here's an example, how to turn your weakness into strength. This is a story of one 10-year-old boy who decided to study judo despite the fact that he had lost his left arm in a devastating car accident. The boy began lessons with an old Japanese judo master. The boy was doing well, so he couldn't understand why, after three months of training, the master had taught him only one move— now, uh, Ruby, they call them the master sensei. So he said, sensei, uh, shouldn't I be learning more moves? This is the only move you know, but this is the only move you'll ever need to know, the sensei replied. Not quite understanding, but believing in his teacher, the boy kept training. Several months later, the sensei took the boy to his first tournament. Surprising himself, the boy easily won his first two matches. The third match proved to be more difficult, but after some time, his opponent became impatient and charged. The boy deftly used his one move to win the match. Still amazed by his success, the boy was now in the finals. This time, his opponent was bigger, stronger, and more experienced. For while the boy appeared to be overmatched, concerned that the boy might get hurt, the referee called a timeout. He was about to stop the match when the sensei intervened. No, the sensei insisted, let him continue soon after the match resumed his opponent made a critical mistake he dropped his guard instantly the boy used his move to pin him the boy had won the match and the tournament he was the champion on the way home the boy and sensei reviewed every move in each and every match then the boy summoned the courage to ask what was really on his mind sensei how did i win the tournament with only one move you won for two reasons the sensei answered 1st You've almost mastered one of the most difficult throws in all of judo. And second, the only defense for that move is for your opponent to grab your left arm. The boy's greatest weakness had become his greatest strength. You see, the boy didn't have a left arm. And so he worked on his sensei was smart enough to to use the move that they couldn't, they couldn't counter because they couldn't grab his arm because it wasn't there. So here, this handicap became a, a, a strength that gave him the championship. So hardships feels like a handicap, but it's really making you strong and it's making you into a champion. One more story, the farmer and the donkey. One day, a farmer's donkey fell down into a well. The animal cried piteously for hours as the farmer tried to figure out what to do finally he decided the animal was old and the well needed to be covered up anyway it just wasn't worth it to retrieve the donkey he invited all his neighbors to come over and help him they all grabbed a shovel and began to shovel dirt into the well at first the donkey realized what was happening and cried horribly then to everyone's amazement he quieted down a few shovel loads later the farmer finally looked down the well he was astonished at what he saw. With each shovel of dirt that hit his back, the donkey was doing something amazing. He would shake it off and take a step up. As the farmer's neighbors continued to shovel dirt on top of the animal, he would shake it off and take a step up. Pretty soon, everyone was amazed as the donkey stepped up over the edge of the well and happily trotted off. Life is going to shovel dirt on you. All kinds of dirt. The trick to getting out of the wells to shake it off and take a step up. Each of our troubles is a stepping stone. We can get out of the deepest wells just by not stopping, never giving up. Shake it off and take a step up. So there's another little story for you, Ruby, and all of you listening, all the people that you're helping through this challenge that you have. Taking this, shake it off, shake it off. This person is doing it because they're hurting. It's like looking at a wounded animal who's trying to bite you when you pet it. It's hurting, and so it's doing this. It's not personal. It's not because there's something wrong with you. You are divine. You are beautiful, and you now have the opportunity to teach this person, and by the way, even if it's too scary to talk to them and talk to them about how they're making you feel or to compliment them, if you can understand this stuff alone and and bring, bring deep breathing, and just show them that it's not bothering you and, and send them uh, a smile and, and just just with your energy, it's not going to be fulfilling to them anymore if they're not causing you pain because where they're at, that's how they're getting, that's how they're feeding their own, their own pain is through creating it in others. And if you're not allowing it to create it in you, they'll move on. It won't be a match for them anymore all right well ruby i hope this helped you i hope it helped all you adults out there who are learning and growing from this i know it's helping me and uh, i do have a song i want to dedicate to ruby as well this is from Toki star it was just halloween right ruby <laughs> uh, it's called we love and it's the felix cartel remix As the song says, they can't test us when we love, we love, we love, we love. And I love you all. Love you, Ruby. Till next time, journey well. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Every day we live a day
1: Every day we fly a little higher off the ground, 30,000.